E-S-N-Y. For the first time ever in Yankees Mets Express history, we are laughing as we come on the air for reasons <laughs> yes. we're not going to get into. Uh, it makes yeah. me sad, folks, because uh, hi, it's Josh Lee and Kyoji here. This makes me sad because this is our series finale. We are rebranding the show. We're yes. going to be we're going to be Woo-hoo. back. We're going to be back uh, at or about football season, probably in the preseason still. But either way, what is up, guys? We are back after a lengthy All Star break and sort of vacation for us. What's going yes. on? How we feeling? What's good? Good. Excited. Yeah. Happy. Me too. Excited. I'm uh, I'm glad to be back out here. A lot a lot of stuff has happened. Some good, some bad, some infuriating. First order but, of um, business. Lean apologize to Jameson Tyone. Um, it's gonna be a tentative apology. I will okay, I am very sorry. He's been absolute beast. Well, also though, also, because obviously I'm gonna do this. I did say at the time that I loved the trade. So yes, you did. there is that. So clearly my gut feeling was correct. But and, I am sorry for the should, slander. You also apologize to Domingo Herman too. What? Herman uh, has been terrible. He lost his job as a starter. Yeah. You do realize that he well, almost he's a no hitter, right? Against the okay. Yes, and he, he did that. And before that, his ERA in his last seven games was almost a ten. So I absolutely will not be apologizing to the wife beater. Yeah, I was gonna say, well, but true. Jameson okay, that's, that's, fair, that's fair. I will. Jameson. I will say that it's just real quick, Josh and Lee. I feel like when it comes to Demiger Herman, he's. I feel like in the beginning, well, at least when I first came, when I uh, first came on with you guys. We always talked about the Mega Haman and how we didn't like him. We wish he would get cut and all this other shit. And now he's the last, at least the last couple of games, he's been kind of decent. No, no, no. Last, last game, last yeah, game. And last I still game. hope right. he gets cut and we never have to see him again. Right. So I feel like it's kind of like the rash that we can't really get rid of because, Ugh, you know, we don't say that. Oh, is that too soon? Why is my leg itchy? i'm like is there something i don't know about no but seriously he is but aside from that a lot of traits to get into um uh real real quick though before before we get sorry kiyoshi before we get into trades uh uh, we'll get to the well that's going to be the meat of the show folks the crazy trades the yankees and mets uh both made just real quick jameson tyon since uh june 24th six and oh with a 2.13 era go Mm. Go. Yeah, mm. and uh, Kiyoshi, you, uh, your, your buddy Greg Allen, uh, we got we got to talk about him. Yes, so I love him as an addition. I um, <clears throat> I did the liberty of pulling up the stats since he joined the Yankees. So for the last let's say fourteen games, he's batting two eighty one, slugging four sixty nine, on pace percentage of of four two nine, and already stole five bases. And I also never knew. I didn't and, know he had a gun for an arm either. Oh yeah, like, he's such he a good outfielder. Yeah. No, I, I, no, no. I, I knew. He, I knew he had the range in the outfield. I didn't know that he had the arm. Yeah, he can. Right. Yeah. And another stat that I saw is I think I saw a couple <laughs> of days ago that the I think it was a couple of days ago that I saw the Yankees had stolen eight bases in four mm-hmm. games. Yep. And the and. In the last 41 games before that point, they stole the exact same amount of bases. Yeah, yeah, I saw that too. So I think that specifically, I think Greg, I think specifically Greg Allen has had a major impact because now we're, like I said, we're starting to show bases. You know, LeMayhew, Torres, I think Odor stole a base. Obviously, you know, uh, Josh Ramey, man, Tyler Wade. So I think this, this influx of, of youth, and of the the guys from the minor leagues is having a, is having a, a great impact, even though we traded like half of them away. But that's fine. We we're still we're trending in the right direction. I I like to think, and I'm hoping within these within you know for the next two months we can close that gap and at least make the wall card. But Josh, you were saying, uh, yeah, you pre- you pretty much got it all. I mean, that was. The guy, if for those who were 
need the reminder while we were off the air, the Yankees had a bit of a COVID outbreak because who was it? Aaron Judge, Gio yeah, it was Aaron Shella, Judge, Johnny Lasagna, a few other guys. Wiseaga, well, for those of uh, those who didn't get that reference. Yeah. Yeah, but then instead, at that point, we're like, ah, great. Like, down we go. What happens? We take two out of three from the Red Sox at home. And then we go to Fenway, and we we don't do that well. But we, the team, like... It took one almost, game. Yeah. But then just regardless, the team still plays well despite uh, the ominous diagnosis, or positive tests, rather. And it just kind of remembers, hey, we're the Yankees. Next man up. Let's go. And like, it's like the team had energy again. Greg, and Greg Allen, especially just seeing him in the lineup where he's talking to everybody bouncing around. I love it. Right. And now the, and now the clubhouse is even better because the meat of the show today, folks, best MLB trade deadline ever, ever. Oh, oh my God. Like, I, can't, I can't remember a day. I can't remember like in, in our lifetime, mm. a trade deadline with more action, more movement, Chris Bryant to the giants, Javi Baez to the Mets, the Yankees. Scherzer. Talk about Scherzer and, the, and Trey oh, Turner. Oh, dude, I've got a friend who's a Diamondbacks fan. He's so mad. He is <sighs> so mad. Even uh, even Adam Frazier to the Padres. Yeah. Like, oh, God. It seems like literally the rich are getting richer, especially Lee, the Lee, How sick do the Padres have to be after the Scherzer deal fell through? Um, They have to make the World Series, dude. Uh, well, that's not going to happen because Tatis got hurt again last night. I know. that. Yeah. I don't know. Like, my, my brother and I were talking about it. He was like, he doesn't think it looks serious, but I don't agree. Uh, and John I, Smoltz on the broadcast was talking about it. And he said that he had the same injury and he pitched through it during, like, one season when he was younger. He was like, I was able to work through it, but it was not a pretty time. So I feel like even if Tatis does play through it, I don't think he's going to be the same. Just like, so. just on that slide, because it, it was his left arm, right? Yeah, just. Yeah, just I on, think so. Yeah. On, on that slide, I like he like his arm snaps back. I like clinched my shoulder. Like I, I could feel like like the thing ripping. Right, right. Yeah, yeah. yeah. That's weird. Anyway, let's start with the Javi Baez trade. Javier Baez to the Mets for last year's first round pick, Pete Crow Armstrong. That is a very aggressive move. Uh, Lean, you were say, you had a big fight with uh, your dad and brother about this. What's what what happened there? Oh my god. Okay. Oh boy. So, strap in, strap in, folks. This is gonna be good. Dude. Mets fans are so like they're egregious. They make you end up defending the Mets. So basically, <laughs> dude, like so when it happened, I like told my dad and my dad was like making jokes about how the Mets suck at first, but then he was like, no, like my dad likes Baez. So he was yeah. like, yeah, yeah, I know. Like I'm just messing. Baez is really good. Whatever. And then I read him his stats this season. He's like, okay. Yeah. He's like, he's striking out a lot, but he's mashing home runs, lots of ribbies, whatever. And then my brother comes home and we're like talking about it. He's like, did you think I was going to be happy about this? And I'm like, what are you even saying? And he's like, and then he starts talking about how it's not like the right move for the Mets. Oh, and to, no, no, I'll be honest. I kind of agree with that. I think their pitching needs way more help than anything else. But, you know, like it's still bias. And then he like keeps talking. He's like, we need an impact bat. And I'm like, wait, 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 wait. You're saying you need an impact bat, but you're not happy with Javier freaking bias. Wow. And he's like, he's like, when I say impact bat, I mean something. Someone who's going to get up there and just, you know, that a hit is coming. I'm like, okay, there are very few people. He's like, like Freddie Freeman. I'm like, there are like three people in the league where that is the case. Like they get up at the play and you know, a hit is going to follow for you to say that bias is not an impact bat. is just like the worst take in the world. I'm just imagining safe, like super mad, like, like putzing around, like puffing his chest, like this little, like angry Joe Pesci making that argument. That's so like yes. Javi Baez is terrible. Get that guy out of here. Get that guy out of Dude. here. That, that, that's what I imagine safe doing. That's that's basically. I'm not even kidding. That is literally what happened. Right. Like he is so he does not care at all. He is like a, a literally upset that this happened. Joke, joke, bro. Kiyoshi, I want to get your take. Let's yeah. So it's it's funny you say that. It's funny that you're that. It's funny, Lean, that your brother said that because currently. Javi Baez is batting 248, on base percentage of 292. Slug, he's slugging 484, which is decent, and has an OPS of 775. 
So it's not like your brother isn't exactly wrong. His average could be better. I think when the Mets did that, they probably thought, you know, hey, here we have a a good bat, a, a potentially good bat, a great defender, a guy that's playing right next to Lindor, who's his buddy, which then brings up the issue of who's gonna who's gonna play shortstop, who's gonna play second base. But I guess I'll let them figure it out. However, he's gonna he's gonna play second. They've Javi's already said second. that. Yeah. 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 But the good thing is that Javi Baez has 22 home runs and 65 RBIs. He's also been on a tear lately. Last seven games, 292, last 15, 333, and last 30, 278. So and actually brings a big up and actually that's a very good point because it made me dawn to me that Javi Baez was not was pretty terrible in the beginning of the year. So yeah, I feel like, like most uh, of the Cubs were. Yeah, so I guess if you look at his stats as a whole, it doesn't look that best. It doesn't look that bad. But like you just said, the last seven to fifteen games, he's getting better. And and I'm surprised that your brother isn't happy about Rich Hill either. Yeah, oh my god, he was so upset about that too. They're literally crackheads, dude. They're so dumb. Uh, there, there's I'm, more. There's more reason to be bummed about Rich Hill than there is happy bias. Because here, if I if I may grab the oh yeah, of course. Like, like like Rich Hill, okay, yeah, like Dick Mountain, that big sweeping curveball, still pretty nasty. But it's he's also over forty and he's running. Yeah, he's yeah, been, yeah. He's been running on borrowed time for years. So like, mm-hmm. so if Mets fans are like ah, about Rich Hill, I'm not going to get mad about that. Javi Baez, though, like, wait, wait, is safe home right now? No, unfortunately not. Uh, I know. All right, because, all right, well, you can tell tell his goofy ass this from me, and you can tell safe that who clearly knows nothing about sports, (laughs) except maybe hockey, you can tell him this from me. The Mets, they're in first place, but they got some injuries at the end. The Braves, they got Jorge Soler, so you know they're gearing up for a big run. Mm. Uh, Sorry, my New New Yorker is showing. (laughs) Javi Baez is what you call a swagger acquisition. This mm. reminds me so much of when the Mets got Cespedes for the first time back in yeah, 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 yeah. 2015. Yeah. So, like, yeah, does it serve an immediate need? Not necessarily, but it's just going to yeah. give that fuel injection into the lineup. How much we we all saw Javi Baez when he was when he was like John at Amir Garrett with that walk off single recently with like rowing the bat. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Because yeah, I think that that's when they swept him. When the what Cubs swept the Reds. Yeah. What? It, it might have been. Yeah. Yeah, I'm pretty sure when they. I'm pretty sure like that meant that you're like, yo, you sweeping you off, and yeah, and but I do agree, swagger acquisition, and I feel like with, even though Rich Hill is 41, he's built. I mean, I feel like this team is built to win right now, and that's not necessarily a bad thing. Like you said. Which he was uh, running on borrowed time, so he's probably got maybe another year left in him, and then he can ride up into the sunset. And what also helps is this is the perfect time for the Mets to take advantage of a really shitty division, and it's the fact that it's getting worse. The Nationals are basically just throwing their hands up in the air and saying, did, "Fuck it." Did you guys see what Brandon McCarthy tweeted Schwarber. yesterday? Huh, no. Oh, uh, so uh, Brandon McCarthy used to pitch for the Yankees, Dodgers, a bunch of other teams. He tweeted yesterday, if you're going to the Nationals Cubs game, bring a bring your glove. They might need you to play. Seriously. Because <laughs> the other thing I was really mad about was, I guess, as Yankee, as a Yankee fan, is the fact that Schwarber is now at the Red Sox. The and the only thing that that helps immediately is that right now he's on the disabled list. Um I I'm hoping he's gonna be out maybe like I think he's Ooh, right on the verge of a really rehab assignment. Injury. I'm sorry. I think he's right on the verge of a rehab assignment. Okay, so that's that's a little unnerving because I feel like some of the rich are getting richer, and I feel like the the Yankees included, even though we didn't. Well, actually, we're not necessarily rich. We're just like we're like middle class, and we just got now we're middle like class. Oh, we're middle class now. <laughs> we're like oh. we finally have two left-handed power bats which we needed we have another starter which we needed we have well let's uh yeah because actually i want to talk about the the yankees and the lefty thing situation in a second but hold on i wanted to i really wanted to say this uh about bias real quick josh you saw that i i shared this um in um 
our ESNY Slack channel. Yeah. Yep. Uh, the mat. This is a huge reason for me why bias is so important to the Mets. The Mets against left-handed pitching this season are slashing 245, 323, and 393. Javier Baez against left-handed pitching is slashing 301, 363, and 603. In my opinion, that is a huge like a huge factor that is so important to the Mets. Like, I think that in itself is reason alone for them to have gone and acquired him, right. to be and, honest. And that's talking average on base percentage and slugging, right? Yeah, 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 yeah. Slash one. Yeah. 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 So, yeah. So, yeah, that's a that's a massive acquisition. I mean, like I said, the, the Mets are in a great position to, to really – in a sense, run away with the division because the division's, I feel like, is collapsing on itself. Like, the Nationals are are, t- are basically tanking. I feel that the Marlins are kind of sort of, well, they're already in. The Marlins, the Marlins are, are already tanking. I feel like uh, the, the Marlins aren't so much tanking. They're just trying to figure out who they have. Yeah, they're right. also like so like yesterday, like three of their players made their MOB debuts. Like it's just a bunch of children. <laughs> yeah, well, yeah, that, that that's yeah. what I meant. Like they're at the yeah. stage, they're at the stage of Jeter's rebuild where it's like they're they're like not actively trying to lose, but they're just sort of like mixing and matching, like, okay, uh Magneria Sierra, let's hang on to him. Miguel yeah. Rojas is obviously sticking around. That guy Zach Anderson last night looked really good. He's good. His numbers on the season are really yeah, good. I was yeah, impressed. I was really yeah. impressed with that. They have some good pitchers over there. Yeah, and and I, and I love to see last night during the game how Posada and Jeter are still like totally. Oh my god! Tell close. me why I started crying. That was like oh, um, I, I I almost did too. It's fun. Dude, um, just I'm, for going back to the division real quick. Mm-hmm. The the problem is like Kiyoshi. You're definitely right. And like obviously the NLE sucks and stuff. It's just that like the the Phillies I think had a decent deadline. The Braves had a great deadline. So it's just that the Mets like they really need to work on getting healthy too because mm. the other teams like I I cannot see the Phillies and Braves getting any worse. So the Mets really like they like you said they do need to take advantage of the fact that they're in a weak division. I'm going to invoke my late grandfather who was a huge baseball fan. Uh, rest rest in peace, Zeta. Our uh, I'm going to uh, I'm going to invoke him on this. In, in this situation, I I think it was him who said this. He would he would say a lot more has to go wrong for the other teams in the NL East than has to go right for the New York Mets. That's true. Yeah. yeah. Hmm. Agreed. Agreed. Yeah. <laughs> and like look, um, the, the Mets have held the line so far this season, and now with Degrom being out until September, like dude, who knows mass. what could happen. But I mean, it, good for them that uh, Carlos Carrasco is finally here. Um, other, other than the home run that he gave Seriously. up, in my opinion, I don't know if you guys watched his start. I thought he looked good. Other than the, yeah. the disaster, but yeah, yeah. I thought- co- Cookie for given the circumstances, he looked about as good as he could have. I think they yeah. should be very satisfied with what they saw. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, only gave up one earned run, four strikeouts, one walk, and I mean it was only four innings, but that's yeah. They didn't want to stretch him, but yeah, exactly. Yeah, good outing. Yeah, agreed. Yeah. Uh, let's talk about the Yankees trades right now. Uh, so I'm going to preface this after the Fenway disaster, specifically um, avoiding the series split on Sunday. It was a trade deadline season. We've all been very frustrated with Brian Cashman. Like some of us have even implied he should be fired. But I said, I said, like, look, it's now or never. The you got to make a trade, and it's got to be a, the uh, the right trade. So Cashman not only made made the right trade, he made three right trades. Show of hands, who was expecting that? Not no. Me. no, I honestly, I was, I was. I was very happily surprised. I will say now, maybe it could just be me that I think the elephant, the the trade that I feel should have happened was the was the Trevor Story trade. I was honestly surprised mm. that we didn't get him because I'm thinking Gleyber Torres. He's doing better as of late, but I think that's all the more reason to trade him now because his trajectory is going up. Trevor Story wants to get the fuck out of there. And I think I told you, I think I told both of you guys this. Trevor, um, Labor Torres, Luke Voigt, Trevor Story, done. 
in, in my mind. I actually, no, yes. and, you no, know what, no, Kiyoshi, I'm, act- I'm actually, no, 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 Kiyoshi, trust me on this one. I'm actually glad you, you're bringing this up right now. Everything I've read so far says that the asking price on Trevor's story was. Yeah, I was going to wait to say that too. High. That they Kiyoshi, that would not have even kind of gotten it done. Torres yeah. might have, but uh, yeah. I mean, also, also, wait, wait, wait. We know though. We know that Torres would not have been included in that. Cashman has like Cashman is so sus and shady, but that is the only thing he's ever been clear on. He literally says all the time that the, the Yankees are not moving Torres, at least not anytime soon. I can't believe you just so. used the word sus, but okay. But yeah, I mean, like the, the Rocky, the Rockies weren't mm-hmm. weren't going to accept anything less yeah. than, than a King's ransom, a yeah. brand new Porsche, a Lambo a Ferrari and that exclusive Wu-Tang out album that the feds just seized from Martin Shkreli. <laughs> oh my God, stop. Yeah that, yeah, that one copy. Yeah, but like the, the point being, the Rockies, Ken Rosenthal uh, with The Athletic and uh, another writer whose name I forget, um, had a scathing expose on the Rockies organization as a whole. They're the most poorly run organization they're, they're at sports. They're the Knicks of baseball, Kiyoshi. No, no, no. They're they're worse. The old Knicks of baseball. No, no. Yeah. I, I literally yeah. think the Colorado Rockies and the Buffalo Sabers are the two worst run organizations in sports. All, like I'm yeah, convinced. They, they hire all of these baseball oriented executives who say, "Hey, yeah. hey, like in in order to fix the team, you got to do this, you got to do this, you got to do this, or else, or else the team's going to be bad." But then all the the owner looks and goes. But we're still making we're still making money. Right. Why do we have to do this? Mm-hmm. Yeah, and so take that com- uh, combined with how they traded Nolan Arenado for literally nothing. Literally nothing. And there's no way they were gonna. They get- extended him to that egregious extension, and then yeah. traded him for nothing. Comedy. So, so do you think that the Trevor Story ransom was was maybe make up or trying to make up for the Bosch Arenado trade? I th- that's a big part of it, but I think yeah. uh, I think also now that Jeff Bridich is finally out of the Rockies front office, and now someone's actually doing a decent job, or or has an idea of how to do a decent job, I think that their that their mindset was we need to be either completely blown away by an offer, or we're going to make him the QO and free agency, and then just take the draft pick. Exactly. Which, which honestly, where the Rockies are right now, that's probably the smarter move. Agreed. Yeah. Um, but also, also though, I think um, Kiyoshi, like you, I think I would have been pretty freaking happy if we got Trevor's story. Oh yeah, of but course. At the, but on the other hand, though, I think this might be a blessing in disguise because I've I've made my sentiments very clear about this. I really desperately will do anything for the Yankees to sign Corey Seager that, this offseason. Corey yeah. Seager, yeah, Corey mm-hmm. Seager is my dream boy. Um, I think that if the Yankees do nothing in the offseason and just get Corey Seager, I literally mm. might consider the offseason a win. So mm. this could be a blessing in disguise because obviously you're not going to yeah. trade for Trevor Story and not extend him. So if we yeah. had acquired Trevor Story, you have to, that's it. Like Corey Seager, no. You know Plus what you I mean? you know the Yankees are at least going to check in on Trevor Story. Yeah, that, that, that's right, a good point. For that's sure. a good point. I will yeah. say the one the one thing about the, because I know we need to go with the Mets for, really quick to be balanced. Um, the one thing that we, no, we, we, no, we, no, we we've covered the Mets. This yeah, is the we're done with the Mets. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This is the okay. Section. I mean, but the one th- I um, the one thing I feel kind of pissed me off about the Yankees is the fact that we traded away Sessa. That hurt. Yeah. So much. Yeah, I was not a fan of that. I mean, yeah, he, has, yeah. he, he, he still had Nestor Cortez, but now that's all the that's more pressure on him. And yeah, we got a. a I think we got another. Um, I guess that's a type in, um, I know we got to, I, I forget. Rodriguez? I, Are you talking about Rodriguez? No, I'm not talking about Rodriguez. I'm talking about, there was another, I think we got like another long reliever who his name escapes me, but. Andrew Heaney? No, no, no. Andrew no. Heaney is a starter. Yeah. Yeah, he, yeah. He's a starter. I think we got. What are you Andy. talking about? All right. I know. I'm going to, I'm going to try to look this up because I, I saw I got it. it. I'm, I'm pulling up the roster. I got it. But talk, they, um, but yeah, talking Sessa. like losing Sessa, losing Sessa hurt because he, whenever there was, like whenever any of our starters had a really shitty inning, bring Sessa, put out the fire, and then hopefully we can go from there. Kiyoshi, what you uh, what you yeah. just? Oh, go Sorry, ahead, Josh. Kiyoshi, are you talking about Clay Holmes? Ah, uh, I believe so. Yes, yes, yes. Okay. I believe so. Now I don't, I don't know. Um, 
I don't know. I hope he can fulfill that role. I don't know exactly. I'm just mad that we lost Sessa because he's been on the team for like the longest. The Kiyoshi, going Sessa, off what you... No, go ahead, Lane. Oh, thank you. Um, going off what you were just saying about uh, Sessa's departure, putting pressure on Nestor Cortez, I kind of just want to like even go a little bit further than that. Um, it, it, it does put pressure on Cortez, but like we've talked basically all season about how there's been so much pressure on the Yankees bullpen as a whole. And I think now, and unfortunately, we didn't really get as many um, reliable bullpen arms as we would have wanted at the deadline. So I think now the Sessa trade that puts even more pressure on the bullpen as a whole. And that's definitely mm. for me, something that's like pretty concerning. So I'm I agree actually with you very there. glad you brought this up lean because they were talking about this on, yeah, this was a uh, MLB network yesterday. This was Tom Verducci and uh, Dan O'Dowd, the former Rockies GM. Uh, before I get to what they said, let's, I was going to say this with Sessa. If you listen to our sister podcast, Bleacher Creatures, they like James and Allison, they've been talking Sessa as a high leverage and possible closer for a good long time. Mm. And so it's very obvious that the Reds saw some of that potential in him. Possibly, this all, yeah. This all being said, given the hierarchy of the Yankees bullpen, especially given how you need to keep getting Zach Britton into those situations just so he can get, get back into form. Uh, yes, they could have elevated Sessa, but at the same time, he was really never going to be anything more than a mop-up guy for the Yankees or maybe like a bulk guy after an opener. Which is crucial. Yeah, but that that kind Mainly of really crucial. That's yeah, but that yeah, important. but to have someone in that role, it's so it, it's so interchangeable. So better for them to sell high on Sessa. Because player players to be named later, like you never know what that could turn into. But Josh, I, I don't know if mm -hmm. I necessarily agree with that because like, and I think we've already seen that that might not necessarily be the case. For example, in the playoffs last year, Sessa was used and he was used in like some high leverage situations. Yes. So I think like I, and, and you never know, because like what we just said, our, the Yankees bullpen is overused and the better relievers are overworked. We see Chad Green. Chad Green has had some absolute disasters this yeah. season because he's used so much. I think it Especially literally could multiple innings. Exactly. Yeah. It literally could have gotten to a point where they end up using Sessa in order to relieve these guys all, like Loisica, like Green. All this to say because this, act, this actually leads into, into Andrew Heaney, who we just mentioned. Uh, O'Dowd, and I think it was Verducci, maybe Mark DeRosa as well, they were talking about uh, Luis Severino and, yeah, how he's going to pitch this year, but no one really thinks, eh, like, given the, the, given the time off, he's not going to be fully stretched out, so they're, probably talk, they, so they're probably talking a couple innings here, a couple innings there, but that's where Heaney comes in because maybe he and, he and Severino can kind of be, like, dueling openers. Like one guy throws two innings, one guy goes three, then you hand it off it's, to the bullpen. It's weird mm. because, yeah, yeah. and based on Cashman's comments and just knowing the Yankees in general, mm -hmm. I personally, unfortunately, I don't think that they got Heaney to do that. I think they're going to use him as a proper starter. Uh, yeah, yeah. He's, he's in the rotation in the immediate. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. No. And I think even if Severino does come back, I can still see him being part of the rotation. I personally, actually, Josh, I'm glad you brought up Heaney. Cause like, I think we should give our reactions. Of course, just me being the ultimate pessimist. I did not mm -hmm. like this trade. Um, Heaney is pretty bad. His advanced stats are actually much better yeah. than his numbers face value. Like his FIP is actually yep good his sierra is like really good expected um, era yeah expected era exactly um so i'm hoping that that like we actually end up seeing that like his advanced stats end up being you know the truth but i'm personally so far i'm not a huge fan of this trade I, I don't network know. said that it's it, it's proud they described it as a change of scenery deal because if you look at hopefully Heaney, if you got if you look at heaney he's got almost 11 k's per nine uh, three walks per nine, so that's a little high. Yeah. A lot of his issues this year could be tied to bad luck because his BABIP is For 319. Sure. His line drive rate is up from 21.9% last year to over 25% this year. His ground balls are down. There's a tick, uh, an uptick in fly balls. Um, he, his soft contact is down over three points. Uh, his hard contact's down. So yeah, this all just screams bad luck because 
Oddly enough, his fastball velocity is up. Mm. That's all. That's all good. Something else that concerns yeah. me, though, he's already given up 16 home runs. This that's is gonna, baseball. I, this is going to look ugly at Yankee Stadium, in my opinion. Yeah. I don't. I'm a little concerned about that. I I um, agree with you because I I remember because that that trade broke. Kiyoshi, what was it? that came out? Well, like like 10 minutes before the deadline, right? Well, which trade? The Heaney trade. That was like at the buzzer. I, yeah, I think so. I'm, I'm looking up. Um, it was pretty late. Yeah, it was yeah, late, Josh. Got, yeah. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. That, I, yeah, that was definitely late. I, and I will say this: that even though Heaney, you guys just mentioned that Heaney isn't like isn't the best. He's, he's against uh, you saying against left-handers, right? Uh, we weren't talking right? about we weren't talking about his splits. We were just saying how he's very prone to giving up home runs. Right, and that's fine. I well, it's no, it's not. I'm saying that at least <laughs> to counteract that, we have two power lefties have handed bats to that short porch as well. So, yeah, yeah, this is this is actually a really good transition into right. Battle so, Rizzo. So I'm thinking like, well, we have we have Rizzo, and we we clearly know what he can do yesterday because he hit that bomb, 439 um, to, feet, which is fantastic. You know, Joey Gallo is probably going to be right behind him. He probably just, you know, had an off day, and that's fine. I'm and, no, MLB, MLB Network did that, too. They said how a lot of a lot of uh, what he hit in, at um, the new Rangers stadium that were out this year, it's their home runs in Yankee Stadium. Yeah, they're going to be home runs. Yeah. Just knowing – and I was, like, thinking about this. I'm like, yeah, he hit all those home runs in Texas, but that's a big-ass park. Like, a, like, a, like, I'd say, like, you probably hit maybe – I'm hoping 10 more at Yankee Stadium just because it's a pitcher's park. Shit, some of them might even go to the upper deck. So I just want to say right I'm now cool. that like no, like this goes to all Yankees fans. No shitting on Joey Gallo for the rest of the season. Right? Josh, um, Josh, thank you for saying that because that is exactly what I'm gonna do. Uh I personally oh, do I do not like Joey Gallo. I'm okay well, with get out of here. I'm okay with the trade, and I like that we got a lefty bat, especially one who like is walking a lot and who hits like a lot of home runs. But, what do you um, not like about Joey Gallo? That he is not what the Yankees need at all, other than the fact that he's a lefty. The Yankees, we've seen this for literally the past like over five years. The why are we getting players who are like Aaron Judge and John Carlos Stanton and Luke Voigt and basically everything the Yankees already have? It's become clear, and I'm not even talking about the regular season because I think Gallo has the potential to have a really good regular season. I just already know. I'm not guessing. I know that come October, he's going to look as stupid as Judge and Stanton up there at the plate, just oh swinging God. at absolute. Tell me I'm wrong because, bro, look at like Judge and Stanton are both better than him. Well, Stanton, not this year, but these players are both better than him. And that's what they do in the postseason. We've seen this firsthand. That's why the Yankees don't make the World Series. And I can completely see the same thing happening to Joey Gallo come October. I think he's going to be fun to watch in the regular season. He's good at a lot of things. But I don't know. In October, everyone's going to act all surprised that he's not doing anything. And it's just going to be same old crap. Rizzo, on the other hand, great pickup. That was fantastic. Oh, yeah. Was, I, I, I've oh, traded. Gosh, can I can I get this one? Do you mind? Yeah, go ahead. Okay. Real quick. And, I, and I'll throw it right back to you, Josh. Take your time. So when it comes to Joey Gallo, he's one of the few people on this team that can play in the infield and the outfield. And has a strong arm. He can play first base. He can play yeah, third base. Love and he can play all over the outfield. And he has probably a sh- as strong of an arm, or if not, but you don't need his versatility. You don't need his versatility, it, though. It, it yeah, let, 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 let's not encourage him playing the infield. He okay. just mentioned yeah. how much he walks, and that is the one thing that. The Yankees need more of consistently. We need more patience at the plate. He also we, does not hit the double plays. Um, fucking, we've all seen Giancarlo Sin swinging at bullshit that's low and away. That's like his common card. He so will take he'll take an inside fastball, and then you know when it's two two or one two, you know they throw him low and away. He swings at it. It's like it's like six inches off the plate, and just wails at it for no fucking reason. Which is also why I was also thinking. That hell, I would not mind if we traded him away because he's not fulfilling his his contract. I don't even I don't even remember 
the the who cares you no one no one would trade no one would trade for Stan but he's not living up to it so I'm like yo just say maybe uh, playing in Yankee Stadium maybe gets to him I don't know maybe it's because we force him to shave which is also kind of stupid I don't fucking know regardless regardless what are you getting the best things to do all right so. All this to say, Anthony Rizzo, I've been trading for him in the show for a very long time. I love me some Anthony Rizzo. Goaded. He's so good. Oh, God. Just like seeing him in the uniform last night, it's a natural look on him. You got Anthony Rizzo and Joey Gell, two real New Yorkers on the team right now. We got some personality in the Bronx of Yankee Stadium. That's another thing, especially with Rizzo. Brendan Cuddy today. That's going to be, that's very undersold. Yes. Brendan Brendan Rizzo, Brendan Rizzo, Brendan Cuddy of NJ.com <laughs> dropped an article today about this pastry shop in New Jersey that Lindhurst likes to go to, or that, that Rizzo likes to go to in Lindhurst. Uh, they have an Italian ice flavor there called the Anthony Rizzo because he comes in and gets it all the time. <laughs> it's like creamy cannoli Italian ice. Like it's half chocolate, half vanilla. And he, hilarious. Also, and he, he goes in for pignoli cookies. Like he's a like he's a true like tri-state Italian. The Yankees need that. Like there's a whole new fan base right now, and I'm even more excited because I'm also rewatching The Sopranos as we speak. No, oh, yeah, I'm watching it for the first time now. It's well, awesome. What's what season are you in? We're in season four, episode three, I think. Oh uh, yeah, yeah. I'm uh, I'm only at season two in my rewatch right now. Ah, uh, so good. It's the best show. Anyway, 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 but- getting back to baseball. Back to Rizzo. I, uh, what I a will... debut last night! As we because uh, we we could wrap up with this. Like Rizzo, first off, draws a walk, mashes a home run, and then just just because he gets, he's like, you know what? I gotta do one more thing before I go back to the dugout. Opposite field single. Yeah. Oh, hey, wh- I, lo- I love this guy. Go like, yeah. And and like just the fact that now we actually have a vocal leader in the Yankee dugout, in the clubhouse. I feel, oh. yeah, go ahead. Oh, no, I, I was just going to say that I completely agree, Josh. I think um, Anthony Rizzo, I will say this. I actually, like, I don't know why when I looked at him, like, since he got traded, I feel like he looks kind of sad. And, like, every time I look at him, I feel so guilty. Like, like he's one of the greatest Cubs of all time. They freaking worship him in Chicago. So I feel really bad, like, stealing him from them. But at the same time, like, what everything you just said, said he is such a good dude to have in the clubhouse and the fact that he's a really good baseball player is so good for the yeah, we're, we're gonna we're gonna look past the fact that he's an anti-vaxxer at least when it comes to the covid vaccine um, Wait, really anthony rizzo yeah he he uh chose oh. not to receive the vaccine and seriously he's a, and he's a cancer survivor but and but regardless oh. like oh wow that, yeah that's levels that's very layered. All right. But, okay. But, let's but, pretend we didn't know that. Yeah. yeah. All, all this to say, nobody's perfect. And mind you, this was the one trade package where I kind of had an issue with what Cashman sent over, if only because I love Kevin Alcantara so much. I am so jealous of what the Cubs outfield is about to look like. With yeah. Him, Pete Crow Armstrong, and Brennan Smith. And but at the same at the same time, like he's such a good dude. He he has a world series ring. He's going to like bring everyone together in that clubhouse. Like I said, I said to my friend, Mike, who runs an, who uh, runs a small Italian pop-up downtown for a few more weeks. Uh, Mikey Pomodoro, go check it out folks. That's the plug. Um, Sounds and, awesome. Yeah. Um, I was, I was joking with him. Oh, like now that you got Joey Gallo and Anthony Rizzo on the team, you got to have the whole team needs to go over to their place for a proper Sunday dinner. <laughs> and he's like, oh, he's like, oh man, I gotta get, I gotta get him in here. And I, I told him to message Gallo on IG. Oh but, my god! But uh, he should. On, on the whole, though, and this is gonna, this might be my bad take of the show. I am all for trading Luke Voigt just so we can. No, that's a good, that's a great take. Trade Luke yeah. Voigt, keep Torres at shortstop, and hope the defense gets better, and then just give Anthony Rizzo all of the money. I, yes. I get like five years, a hundred million dollars. I give him that deal tomorrow. Yeah, and that was the other thing I meant to I wanted to mention too is what's going to happen when Luke Boy comes back. 
It's so weird because like Cashman, he said like, oh, he needs to like go uh, get some of the rust off. So he's down in Tampa rehabbing. Um, and they still say, oh, he, we still see Voight as a, as a long-term yeah. guy. And I want Voight to stay on the Yankees for selfish reasons, just because he lives not too far from my neighborhood. And like, and like, just like the shots that he and his wife take in the park or where they take the baby out. I like, I look at the pictures and I'm like, I know exactly where they are. Uh, that's so uh, cool. Yeah. So like for selfish reasons, I want Luke Voight to stay, but at the same time, yeah, Anthony Rizzo's on the wrong side of 30 and he's not the same elite hitter he once was, but it's Yankee stadium. He gets to finish out his career close to home. Cause I think, I think he's from Florida by way of Jersey. Um, he grew up a Yankee fan and he's a lefty the, the, for the time lefty bat Yankee right, stadium a lefty power bat at that the yeah. thing the thing with Rizzo which is like for me it's a really weird situation because like okay yeah I I dep- obviously depending on the terms of the deal I would like to see Rizzo extended but at the same time I'll be honest with you guys I have absolutely no problem with an infield of the future comprised of DJ at first yeah. uh Glaber at second Seeger at short and Urshela at third if the Yankees go and get one of these big name shortstops particularly Seeger uh, unfortunately, I don't have much of a problem letting Rizzo walk. Well, that that that's like asking, oh, oh uh, for dessert, do you want the cannoli or do you want to, or you want tiramisu? Like, right. I yeah. hate both, but yeah. Tiramisu, I get, but who doesn't like cannolis? Jeez. I think I'm just, picky. I'm picky with sweets. I'm not. I think, a, I think you've just had really bad cannolis. No, I've I've had some pretty good cannolis. I just don't. I don't like them. Oh, My family you know, loves they're them. Good though. if you don't like them. Because oh, because everyone oh. else because everyone else likes them, so I have oh, to be okay, the okay, I have to be fair. the one who's wrong. Yeah, that's fair. Yeah. That's fair. That's fair. But getting to getting back to what you're saying about Rizzo, I'd rather keep Rizzo because he's a good club guy. I think having yeah, just a uh, good that good experience that good atmosphere is cool. So I say my mind, I say get rid of Stanton. Get rid of Torres and get rid of Boyd. Just trade him away. Kiyoshi, though, you keep um like with Stanton, bro. Okay, like, I think we know that That's- the Stanton trade was a mistake and we shouldn't have acquired him. A lot of people knew it at the time, too. But, like, we have to kind of stop discussing it because Stanton is staying. Yeah, Not a he- soul is going to acquire that contract. Un- un- unless, unless he's willing to waive his no trade and he yes. come to some arrangement over the money. Although, although, could happen. It, although it won't, it won't, you know, what we Not do, have to, you know, what we do have to talk about before we go, we got like five, 10 minutes left. Mm. Uh, we got Gallo. We got Clint Frazier. We got Miguel Andujar. We got Aaron judge. Brett Gardner is probably going to stick around for one. We are just out of spite at this point. Goat. Goat. No, we're no. AKA, Gardner, and also no, your Brett husband Gardner well. needs to retire, needs to retire and then eventually come back as the team's first base coach. You anyway. need to stop speaking. I'm so anyway, confused. Anyway. Aaron Lee, Judge, I'm sorry, I know he's your husband, but that sounds like a solid plan. <laughs> like we need to, we need to kind of, you know, not get in our back so much and say, listen, think about what's best for the team. And All getting the, yeah, younger yeah. is best for yeah. the team. Kiyoshi, here's what's best for the team. You got a, you got an outfield, you put uh Stanton or Frazier, whoever in left in left field, you got judge and center, because that's where he played in college. You got Joey Gallo in right field. Trade Aaron Hicks. I can't believe I'm saying this. Trade Aaron Hicks. Uh, I hate to say I told you so, Josh. Uh. Actually, okay. No, I agree with that. And then maybe Joey Gallo is just Aaron Hicks if Aaron Hicks actually did his job this year. Yeah, that's literally a hundred percent true. Wow. We we have to keep Greg Allen. We have to. We yeah. Greg Allen can be the fourth outfielder. Yeah, I'm okay with that. Yeah. Even even if he's like ends up being like a pinch runner. Or he just comes off the bench occasionally. We have to keep him because the the spark that he gives the team is, I'm not going to say is immeasurable, but I think has a very, a very a sneakily big impact on this team. Yeah, he's been great. Agreed. And I think we need to get out of this this whole of, uh, and I'm, I feel like we're slowly starting to do that of like acquiring older over the hill talent. Look at Jay Bruce. So Ugh. we need to. We need to get away from that. I know, like, it's, you know, like, we have, like, these flash, these really, like, flashy uh, signings. Remember when we got Pudge when he was over the hill? 
I remember can, when can we I, can I get my opinion on Jay Bruce, Bruce right fast. He's over the hill too. Here, here's like, my here's my opinion on Jay Bruce. Uh, okay, there we go. Excuse you. No, no, no. That, that had to be said. <laughs> uh, Kiyoshi, you muted yourself, man. Anyway, I know so, who it is. Oh, 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 oh yeah. he did, bro. <laughs> oh, oh, it was intentional. Okay, yes, it was. Uh, you were saying, all, Josh? Yeah, but all all this to say, look, did the Yankees have a perfect trade deadline? No, they didn't because, like Joey Gallo, yeah, he's not going to hit for he's not going to hit for a high average, but he's going to strike out, but he's going to draw those walks. He's not going to ground into a double play seventy times a week. He's going to oh, hit God. those home runs. He's going to play that elite defense. Three through outcomes. I love it. Anthony right. Rizzo. I can can we say more good things about him? Oh yeah, he was he was on hot he was on hot ones and it was really funny. So um, yeah. I, for for Gallo, real quick, I don't like. I definitely, because I personally think the Yankees had a great deadline, and I'm yeah, not yeah. like I think Gallo. Like I think it was a good pickup. I just like people are acting like we're infinitely better because we acquired Joey Gallo. For me, again, like what I said, I think in the regular season, he's going to be good. I think he's going to hit a lot of home runs at Yankee Stadium. But it's just that for me, I think come October, it's going to be the same thing we've been seeing every single year. I hope I'm wrong, and I hope you guys can laugh at me. Well, I think this is a good thing to close with because if there's one thing that having Gallo and Rizzo on the team does, and especially if you throw Rugnet Odor into the mix, because you know he's going to get a few spot starts per week now just to give some guys some rest. Mm -hmm. uh, if there's one thing the Yankees did get uh, over the deadline on top of some some borderline elite talents, there's lineup balance now. You have... Very true. You, you have, like, not just left-handed bats, but some pretty serious left-handed bats. Mm -hmm. So now, all of a sudden, team... Like, for how many years now? We'll say it's been, like, at least three where the Yankees lineup has been a little too right-handed, as everyone says. Agreed, and, yeah. And so, now and so now teams are like, okay, great. We'll just throw out righty starter after righty starter, and there we go. Exactly. But now you got two power-hitting lefties. Very true. Uh, and on top of that... I can't believe we haven't talked. We haven't talked about it in this context. The three batter rule out of the bullpen. What mm. happens? You bring in a you bring in a lefty to face the guys, but then oh, like the lefties gets gets a base, and they're gonna have to throw probably throw to a righty in between the two of them because you mm -hmm. know that because right. you know that they're too smart to bat them back to back. Of right. course. I will also say even the lineup that we had yesterday was was like a jumbling of pieces because you had Glaber. Yeah. Hidden first. Yeah. <laughs> you had, I DJ think, Judge hitting yeah. second. You had Rizzo hitting third. I'm like, looking at this, I'm like, what the fuck is this? But then I looked at it closer. I was like, oh, righty, lefty, right. Oh. Also, okay. Kiyoshi, it's what Josh just said, too. The fact that neither LeMayhew nor Urshela started, that kind of, like, that's why everything was weird. Like, that's why Glaber was leading off, you know? Um, so yeah, that definitely is the reason like it was so jumbled, but yeah, it's, it's going to be nice to see, like, to look at the, the lineup and see, like, like you said, righty, lefty, whatever, righty, righty, lefty. It's going to be yeah. refreshing. Yeah. It's going to be refreshing. Boone actually has a lineup that you can trot out there and can be a little more confident that there's going to be some quality at bats. Right. Yeah. Uh, on the whole, I'm going to put it out there right now. If Anthony Rizzo resigns, I will buy his jersey. I will 100% wear it. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. And I guess one more thing. I feel like I feel like the bats that I think especially Rizzo and Gallo will get, hopefully will have a positive impact on guys like Gary Sanchez, who we know isn't necessarily hitting up to his potential or even something like Stanton. Gary Sanchez is, is in his usual mid-July to early mid-August slump. He'll be, he'll be fine. Yeah. But I'm hoping, you know, the, the well, also, wait, wait, what are you talking about? Sanchez is not slumping. He's uh, in, his, in his last, in his last seven, he was, Oh, Oh my God. I'm looking at OBP. I am so sorry. Okay. okay. Yes. He is absolutely slumping. I was so confused too. I was like, he's looked bad. Uh, okay. yeah. he's, he's still working decent at bats. He's just not. Excellent. Yeah. His OBP is surprisingly high. That's why yeah. I just got confused. Wow. Right. And I'm thinking, yeah. I'm just hoping that the bats that got, especially about, um, about Gallo <laughs> and Rizzo get have a more positive impact on guys that are something. Guys like Stanton, guys like Sanchez, Stanton, dude. guys like 
Torres. I, I mean, yes. Am I the? I guess I, the naive to compliment um, Lean's uh, pessimism. I'm the naive optimist that hopes that you know, hopefully, <laughs> this can affect the whole team and we can have synergy and we'll uh, just you know, sharing is caring. La 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 la. I'm hoping. We got to close this happen, but maybe it won't. So, we got to we got to we got to close the show, folks. We're at we're out of time, but uh, can we finish with just a little bit of Schadenfreude? Okay. ESPN's Jeff Passan next week. Tyler Glasnow is having Tommy John surgery. No, that's not a surprise. I saw that too. I mean, we knew he was getting Tommy John. Yeah, the hope is that Glasnow can return sometime during the 2022 season. Might not pitch again until 2023, his Ooh. final season before he reaches free agency. And all six of the Tampa Bay Rays fans just collectively went, oh, shit. That's so bad. Yeah. yeah. Wait, 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 wait. What? What's so bad? My joke or the Tommy John surgery? <laughs> both. No. <laughs> yeah, I was going to say both. Both. Yeah. All right, folks. Well, that is thanks so much for riding the Yankees Mets Express with us. This has been a great run. Uh, we will be back with a more re- with a more refined, redefined, rebranded show sometime in the next few weeks. Keep Wait, Josh, Josh, real quick. Does yep. this mean that this is our last stop? It is the last stop. End of the line. The this last, is the last stop. stop on this train. Make sure you're in the front four cars to exit. Yes. And make sure to take all your belongings with you. If you see something, say something. You can find me. But on also, Twitter. don't be a snitch, though. Don't be a snitch. <laughs> Just get stitches. You can find me on Twitter at Josh B E S N Y at lean underscore Amin. You guys already know it's your boy Yosh. You can find me at it's Yosh on Twitter and also at at wait, damn it, always, God damn it. <laughs> always, every last week. Fuck, it's the last fucking episode, and I always fuck this up. Okay, from the top, <laughs> three, two, one, go. I'm on Twitter at it's Yoshi, and I'm also on Instagram. At its Yosh. Yay! Right, you did so it. Very long. good. Keep an eye yeah. on social media for some announcements from us. That sounds great. Great ride always. Last stop, front four cars. You just lost the game. And I have to say it, the Brooklyn Nets are a poverty franchise in NBA gentrification. And as always, stand clear of the closing doors. I mean, I'm sorry. He, he's not usually like this. But go next, though. He is. But he really he is. Need to do that. He's always like this. Shut up and close the doors. 